This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 615, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 26th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 615, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 26th, which does feel like a long time ago. Uh, I'm recording this on October the 4th. I got back from a, a vacation uh, just a couple days ago, so I haven't had a chance to read a lot of the comics that came out on the 26th. Um, but uh, but let's jump into the, the few that I have read. So, But before we do, um, let's just look at some of the releases from the last week, which include Batgirl, Batman Kings of Fear, Batman Beyond, Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, Black Panther, Detective Comics, Dom- uh, Domino, Annual, Doomsday Clock Number 7, um, what else? Edge of Spider-Geddon, uh, Heroes in Crisis, um, let's see, Infinity Wars, Iron Hammer, Jessica Jones, Justice League Odyssey, uh, Marvel 2-in-1, Moon Knight, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Old Man Hawkeye, Old Man Logan, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man 310, Sentry, Spider-Geddon number 0 of 5, uh, what else we got? Uh, Spider-Man Deadpool, uh, Star Wars Doctor Aphra, The Flash, Punisher, The Terrifics, Venom First Host, I believe it's the last issue, uh, Wonder Woman, X-Men Blue, and X-Men Red. Uh, so I apparently only read a, few, a handful of books. Um, I read, let's see, I guess three books. Uh, so let's talk about those. First up with Action Comics 103, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, art in this particular issue is by Yannick Paquette. Art and colors by Nathan Fairbairn. Um, this felt very different from the last issue in terms of the art, uh, but it was an interesting story. We're getting a little bit of development um, on the the new reporter, she's now packing kryptonite. Has a big impact on Clark at the office. So he enlists Batman to kind of uh, help him to figure out what where the kryptonite came from, and also to take care of it. Um, very interesting, and we're getting more about this kind of red mist character. Uh, I, I like this a lot. It was very interesting. I did feel like we had this kind of climactic thing happen at the end of last issue, and then we didn't get anything from that. So that was bothersome with regards to Lois and how she's here, what the hell is going on. And I just felt like last issue ended with a cliffhanger, and we didn't get any resolution of that, and we get another cliffhanger here um, with Lex Luthor and Lois. So let's see if it actually ends up getting you know uh, followed up on at all. Um, I enjoyed this. I thought it was good. I really, like, I thought it was really entertaining. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it an eight. It was, a, it was a solid read. It was, it didn't really have any real lulls uh, for the most part. I, I did, as I said, I think the artwork wasn't quite as strong as the previous issue, but I still think it was sufficient to telling a good quality story. Um, I like the way that Pickett wrote, uh, sorry, illustrated Batman. Overall, I thought this was uh, a definite. Winner, this was good. Next up is Extermination Number 3. Uh, this is by Ed Brisson and Pepe Larraz. Um, as we have more of Ahab's uh, attempt to kill one of the O5, um, which is interesting, and we finally understand more about what these creepy kids are from, which was cool. It's a lot of good battles, um, a lot of you know good... Um, I just felt like the stakes were pretty high, and uh, they definitely had to do what they could to you know, kind of protect the O5 um, and to fight Ahab. Um, I thought it interesting, like, I'm, I'm curious what Ahab, what he's doing here and why and what his game is, and also what his possible connections to a young Cable are, uh, but yeah, this was very entertaining, very interesting, as, you know, O5, um, sorry, uh, young Cable has almost all the O5, now he has, what, three of them? He's just missing Scott and, um, and Gene, and Gene is bringing the fight to him, 
with X-Force. So I thought this was really entertaining, very strong. Cannot wait to see where they go with this. I thought Brisson's just doing such an amazing job with the story. Uh, I'm actually going to give this um, uh, eight and a half. Um, it was very strong. I'd give it like four and a half out of five for story, four for art, so eight and a half overall. And last but definitely not least, we have Heroes in Crisis, number one of seven. Um, man, I don't, I'm not even sure how I feel about this. Uh, it's an interesting issue. Um, you know, Sanctuary has some bad shit happen to it. I, I feel like, I feel like I have no idea how I feel about this. Um, <laughs> like on the one hand, I feel like it's just, it's so bleak and I, I've read a lot of articles since I've been back, uh, in the country about the loss of innocence. And that's kind of what happened here. Um, you know, that hope, uh, in, um, when, you know, DC brought, did, you know, launched rebirth. It was all about, you know, kind of recapturing, uh, hope. And this felt like the death of hope and the death of innocence. Um, but it's also part one of seven. So I'm sure there's a lot more going on here and maybe it's not all as, as it appears. Um, but definitely when you see Wally West and you see, uh, Roy Harper dead, um, it's not a fun read in that way. Um, I feel like this would be really much better as, um, a complete story. And maybe maybe reading it in chapters uh, is maybe not the best format for it. Um, I think it read well, good art. Did I like the story I was reading? Not necessarily because it's just so grim. Uh, but I also believe you know it can also go somewhere. Uh, it was not. It was only what fourteen years ago that we got Identity Crisis, and it was kind of the same thing where it started out kind of you know as one thing, and then it became something else, and it you know kind of went downhill from there and became very depressing and sad. And uh, hopefully it's not just depressing and sad and actually tells a, a better story than that. And I, you know what? Tom King, I feel at this point, has uh, earned the, you know, that, re- you know, reasonable, so what's the, the benefit of the doubt. That's what it is. Um, I think he's earned it. So let's just back off him and let him tell a story and then judge him afterwards. <laughs> I know that's hard for comic book fans to do, but uh, I guess that's pretty much what we should be doing in this case. And that is uh, the three books I, uh, I read this week. Uh, looking forward to books that came out on October the 3rd. We have Adventures of the Super Sons, number three, As Guardians of the Galaxy, Batman, uh, Champions, Cloak and Dagger, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Deadpool, Death of the Inhumans, Deathstroke, Doctor Strange, uh, Infinity War, Sleepwalker, Iron Fist, number one, Justice League, Nightwing, Star Wars, Superior, Octopus. Man, did I just, like, I, I there's a lot coming out. I gotta go, I gotta pick this stuff up. Typhoid Fever, Spider-Man, uh, Weapon H, Weapon X, What If Flash Thompson Became Spider-Man, What If the X-Men Were, and uh, I think there's, what, X-Men Black, Magneto as well. So a lot of stuff came out, so I'll have to really get on that and start reading, so... Anyways, thanks for joining me for this episode. You can email me at commercialanagans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for uh, for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.